1: Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Well, 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 hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Thank you so very much for joining in today. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, LFA TV. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting, as always, from the live-free-or-die-granite state of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing and an honor to be here with you today. Thank you so very much. Uh, We have a big, huge show for you guys today. And it's all going to be about election fraud, election integrity, being proactive rather than reactive, and a whole slew of things that we need to focus on. We also have former Trump top advisor, Jason Miller, currently CEO of one of the fastest rising social media platforms, if not The fastest rising social media platform that I've ever seen in the world, and uh, that's Jason Miller, folks. A getter, and I'm just so so excited to have him on today. Uh, We've had him on a couple times before, but we've got a great conversation to have with him today. And I want to start out today really by talking with you guys about what I experienced when I went home last night. So, last night, as you guys know, I was talking about yesterday. A lot of people are saying, "What happened to LFA? What's going on with LFA?" Nothing's going on with LFA other than the fact that we are on an upward trajectory like on a rocket ship to the moon. Rocket man on all the way to the moon going to the moon rocket ship. Yes, we're on our way to the moon, but it's not that it's it's nothing bad. What it is is this folks and I had a long talk with my wife last night as the kids carved pumpkins for uh for for Halloween uh and I just said I I I'm tired and she said what do you mean and I said well I know I took this job on uh, and, and this is a cross that i that I am fully willing was full and fully willing am still fully willing and will continue to be fully willing to bear I said, but it's really really hard to see what I see, expose what I expose, find out what i what I find out and knowing and having and cursed with knowledge that's what it is looks f- folks, there's two things that I want to really stress here. You're either cursed with knowledge or ignorance is bliss. And when I am screaming at the top of my lungs every single day for the world to hear, and when I'm trying to explain to them very vividly what's coming across that southern border, what these people are doing behind closed doors, the human trafficking, the sex trafficking, the, the, the children that are being raped and trafficked, the lies, the cheats, the steals, the backroom door deals that, that, that take over and, and control states and, and, and counties and cities and even the entire country. And I'm screaming at the top of my lungs and nobody believes me. Nobody thinks I'm telling you the truth. Nobody thinks that everybody thinks I'm a conspiracy theorist. When I was doing my debate the other night, and I brought up the southern border, and people scoffed like it wasn't nothing. They have no idea what's happening. They scoff because they don't believe it's true. Let me say that one more time. They scoff because they don't believe it's true. And I said, I don't know how long I can do this for. I don't know if I can do this for years. I don't know if I can do this for a decade. I am literally beat down and broken every day carrying this cross, and it's hard. But it's not hard to do it. What's hard is, is when people... Just ignore it. When you see people leaving because they're like, yeah, I don't know about, I don't know, I don't know. I just, they're just, it, it, the ignorance is bliss thing is, is killing me. It takes so much. Why do you think I got a field of greens and CBD and Enviro cleanse and all that stuff to keep me as, as, as well, uh, physically fit and emotionally? I just got to be, I, I have to continue. And so I just want to tell you the story real quick and then I'll move on, okay? And that is this. Last night, I, every night, my wife puts my, my daughter, Lily, to bed. She's five years old. And, and then after she puts her to bed, I go up there and I tell her a, a story out of the Bible because it helps her sleep. And last night, I asked my wife, I said, uh, you got to give me a story because I've pretty much exalted all the stories I can I could tell her in the Bible. And she said, well, what about the story of Jacob wrestling God? Now, you'll hear about this in the morning newsletter. And I went up there and I told her the story about Jacob, who would later become Israel. But... uh Uh, wrestled with God and the moral of that story is things are going to come out of nowhere and you're going to wrestle with things every single day things that you don't think that you can overcome and beat but it's not about overcoming and beating them really it's about staying focused on God and it's about not giving up and I got to tell you when I took that story to my daughter last night and I told her the moral of this story is that when you get bigger a lot of things are going to happen and you got to fight through them and that you can't give up that was God telling me you can't give up Grab that cross, pick it back up. Have the LFA family pick it up with you. Carry it together. That, ladies and gentlemen, is everything that I needed. Now I want to play a quick video for you, real quick. Okay, I want to play a quick video for you of exactly what I'm talking about. You're about to see Pocahontas, Elizabeth Warren, and that bald-headed. I don't even know what that bald-headed is. Appel? I don't even know. I don't even know her name. Anyway, moron Democrats, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. These guys, uh, they they basically started trolling and protesting the, uh, you know, just get rid of all student debt uh, press conference that Elizabeth Warren was having. And they were talking about nuclear war and how we cannot go to nuclear war. That's the last thing we can do. And they didn't want anything to hear about. The, The people that were there pushed them out. The crowd didn't want anything to do with this. All they wanted to do is cancel student debt. Cancel student debt. We're talking about the possibility... A nuclear war here and that's why when Antonio was going off last week and swearing and everybody's like I can't handle the swears and he said to you look I get it but you're an adult there are far more things far more worse things here that we're dealing with than some swear words this is what he's talking about check this out folks Senator you have got to stop funding a Nazi-infested
3: Ukrainian regime you are bringing us to the brink of nuclear war you have got those billions could be used for a lot of good things here in the U.S. Instead of funding Nazis in Ukraine, they're preparing a dirty bomb to detonate and drain on Russia. I am here to make sure that billions of lives are saved. Watch how they start pushing him war. This is not why we're here today. I, Yes. I will this move toward yeah, nuclear. This is not. Yes. Yes. This way. Right. No nuclear right. war. Need
1: the from yes. yes, I'm That's black like and brown too. So so let let them get the and I don't let want them, them to the die
3: in a nuclear war. This way, sir, that the this way, my tax money is funding because the Congress and the Senate are funding sir. Sir. Nazis in Ukraine. Do you want a nuclear war? A nuclear war will cancel your debt and your life. I have sent letters. I have sent emails. I have made calls to these senators and congressmen. They refuse to respond. We are marching to nuclear war behind fools in political office. They have got to stop it.
1: Nuclear war? He's look at it, they just He's scoff. You. They laugh, they clap, they nuclear scoff.
3: War. None of this matters. None of this matters, if none of this matters if there's a nuclear war and we all die. In 2018, there
1: was a legal. In was 2007, 2007. Cancel student debt! Cancel student debt! Cancel student debt! Cancel student debt. Cancel, stu- cancel student debt. That's all they care about. Clapping their hands and say, cancel student debt. These people, that, those two men that spoke out, they're talking 100% truth. We're at the verge of nuclear war and you're sitting here talking about canceling student debt. Canceling student debt. Canceling student debt. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in a very, very ignorant society and it's our job to wake them up. And last night, I was on, not on the brink of giving up. Don't get me wrong. I was on the brink of just collapsing under the stress and under the weight of all this until my wife gave me that story to tell my daughter. And you know what that did? That reinvigorated me. That inspired me. That re-encouraged me. That gave me heavenly uh, stamina. And I am ready to go, and I am ready to put my foot on the gas 100%, and that is why we have Jason Miller coming on today to talk about all of this. And before we get to the verse of the day, today is my mother's birthday, ladies and gentlemen. Today, the woman who brought me into this world It is her birthday. So I would like to say first and foremost, mom, I love you. Thank you for everything. You weren't the greatest mom in the world, and you weren't the worst mom in the world. You did what the best you had at at, at your disposal, and you raised wonderful kids, and none of us are the best at anything in the world. You were a great mom because your children have integrity. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would all please join with me in singing happy birthday to my mom. She said, stop singing it like Marilyn Monroe, by the way. Sing me an upbeat happy birthday. So, let's go ahead and do that. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear mom. Happy birthday to you. I hope that was easy and simple enough for you, mom. You judgmental mom, you. Stop singing it like Marilyn Monroe. You sound stupid. (laughs) I love you, mom. Thank you very much, folks. We've got 2,500 people watching on Rumble. We've got 1,000 people watching over on Getter. Let's crank these numbers up today because everybody in every major swing state is going to need to hear what I have to say today. It is imperative, with 12 days left, to slow the spread of this absolute stupidity that we have going on in this country known as Democrat control. All right, here we go. Verse of the day today, I said, you must stay ready at all times. Hello and good morning, I'm so happy to be here with you today, and as I sit here and type these words every single morning, my mind is on the entire LFA family. From Bad Moon to RJ Cat, from Dennis and Tatiana Sled to JL Jazz, from Dautette to Miguel Ortiz, and so many more, I've come to know and love every single one of you. No matter what happens tomorrow or the next day, always know that Jeremy and Sabrina Harrell owe you everything for giving us your trust- your encouragement, and your inspiration every single day to do this job. I never knew the weight that I would have to carry, and it's actually killing me every single day. But with your support and with God behind us, ladies and gentlemen, I will continue to carry that cross as long as I can. You have my utmost promise and commitment. Verse of the day today is coming from Luke 12, 35, and 36, and I titled this, You Must Stay Ready at All Times. You must stay ready at all times. Verse of the day, Luke 12, 35 and 36. Stay dressed for action. That's how that starts out. Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Folks, we are 12 days away from knowing for sure what the path of our country will take, the path that we will take in our country for the next two years. The great thing about these United States of America is that one branch of government does not rule the people. Once we have two, uh, once we have two of those branches, we will once again regain the power. However, you must be ready, and you must stay ready for anything. We have, built, we have to trust that whatever happens is out of our hands. We have fought so hard for the last six years and really hard in the last two years. I'm tired, I'm weary, I feel broken down almost every week. I know what we are doing is making a huge difference and we need to keep going. Do you all remember the story of Jacob wrestling with God? Here we go. He wrestled all day and was tired so many times. He wanted to give up, but he kept going. There's a huge lesson in that story. Sometimes we will have the upper hand in life and sometimes we won't. We as flawed human beings have the desire to win everything. We have this need to have victory over everything. However, sometimes victory does not come in the way you think it does. We tend to think selfishly, like the outcomes need to be the one that we want in order to have achieved a great success. Maybe the victory does not belong to you alone. Maybe the victory doesn't have anything to do with rewarding you with anything. Even if you were the one that secured the win, if God wills the rewards to someone else, it's still a victory. We have to be ready for any and all things and not seek anything but the kingdom of God. Seeking the kingdom of God will keep you and I focused on the one we need to ultimately stay focused on and be ready for, and that's Jesus Christ, the living son of God, who was tortured for you, who willingly gave up everything in the world to gain your love and your trust. That is what we need to stay ready for. He could come knocking on your door at any time. Will you be asleep? Or will you be ready for action? The choice can be made today. Choose wisely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, let's all say the Lord's Prayer together. And I'll ask you one more time, share this Rumble video. I want to see over 4,000 people in here today. It is imperative that they're here today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not yesterday. But today it's imperative. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. and for creating such a wonderful and such a powerful social media platform for us going into these midterms. And ladies and gentlemen, the first and foremost section coming up today is brought to you by one of our own, Tim Gustafson, a Live from America family member, an LFA family member who's watching right now. Everybody say hello to Tim. Tim wants to make sure that right now through December 7th, that our older audience has the best Medicare that they could possibly have. He's not looking to get money out of you. This is not a money thing. This is a, this is what I can do for you thing. He wants to give back to the uh, LFA family. Go to insurityfinancialservices.com slash Medicare and sign up today for a a, a consultation with Tim so he can provide the best route for you to save money and get the best uh, Medicare you possibly can. First and foremost, here we go. Let's have our first slurp. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have been keeping a very, 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 very close eye on every major swing state that will try to cheat in 12 days. But don't believe, don't, uh, don't think that we've only been focused on those swing states because we're not stupid. And we know that the left wants us to be focused on those states so they can go steal other states the same way they did in 2020. Let me give you a spoiler alert, you dummy crats, you demon rats, you swamp donkey nobody losers. We've got our eye on those states too. But this is why it's so important that you spread this message because of what we are doing here today. Yesterday, I told you about 255,000 unverified and illegal ballots that got sent out in the state of Pennsylvania and how that dwarfed, how that absolutely dwarfed every other state that has sent out mail-in ballots, especially to unverified voters. The state of Pennsylvania is the biggest state for hotbed fraud in an election, and we've got to stay on this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, last night, the Secretary of State for the state of Pennsylvania, the one that sent these two hundred and fifty thousand ballots to unverified voters, and who is supposed to be setting these ballots aside, at least uh, according to a Supreme Court ruling, she went on Meet the Press. I'm MSNBC, ladies and gentlemen. She went on uh, or NBC. She went on Meet the Press, and she said that the election will not be able to be called that night. That they will not have the official results that night. And this is why it's so good to be proactive rather than reactive. Let's play that video. We can. The
0: law didn't change, which means explain when the mail-in ballots get to be opened and counted.
2: Yes, so in Pennsylvania, we do not have pre-canvassing ballots before election day. So election workers in our 67 counties can only start opening mail-in ballots at 7 a.m. on Election Day, and that includes opening them from the inner secrecy envelope, the outer envelope, flattening them and scanning them. So they do all of that work between 7 a.m. and then starting at 8 p.m. when the polls close, that's when um, the counties can release the results. So it takes time. We're not like other states that have weeks to pre canvas right.
1: And that's something that we are asking for. You Hold know, on. the administration, Hold on. my department, Hold on. Hold on. the governor. She says, we're not like other states that have weeks to canvass. No, but you sure as hell have weeks to count the ballots, don't you? You lying swamp donkey Democrat. Keep it going. I just had to get that out there. We all want at least two weeks of pre-canvassing
2: until the General Assembly here in Pennsylvania passes that. We're not going to have unofficial results on election night.
0: So... It took about four days the last time. Is that just prepare people now, since this is the state that could decide, set a control? We're probably looking at days, correct?
2: Days, and it's hard to estimate. You know, we are having a high turnout already. About 1.3 million Pennsylvanians have already requested mail-in or absentee ballots. About half of those have been returned. So we will see. You know, as far as how many mail-in ballots counties will get, but. The best we can do is just manage expectations and let voters know that election officials need to do their job.
1: They need to ensure- Election officials do need to do their job. You know who else needs to do their job? The damn Republican Party in Pennsylvania. You guys better be all over this right now. If I don't hear by the end of this week that Dr. Oz has his attorneys on this or that Mastriano has his attorneys on this, then it's going to be a big, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be an absolute mess. Four days, five days, six days. Why? It's never been that way ever in the United States of America ever before. What changed? I'll tell you what changed. Democrats have become communists. Democrats have become Marxists. Democrats have become uh, Hitler. Democrats have become Stalin. Democrats have become Mao. Democrats have become Mussolini. That's the problem. And what does our Constitution tell us that we need to do when any political uh, affiliated person or any person whatsoever has this kind of ideology in this country? What does our Constitution tell us we're supposed to do? You tell me. You tell me. I don't need the Federal Bureau of Incompetence knocking on my door because I recite the Constitution, but I urge you to go and read the Constitution so you can uh, engage your family members and educate your family members in the process of what we are supposed to do by law, by duty, and by God, if our country ever gets to where we are right now. Lee Chapman, acting Pennsylvania Secretary of the Commonwealth, you are a scumbag lying Democrat, and we got your number, and we're on you. We're on you like flies on manure. We're on you like Democrats on cheating ballots, ladies and gentlemen. We are on you. So know that. Share the video. Big shout out to Getter. Big shout out to Rumble as well. So there you go. Pennsylvania will not be called for days. Now, here's another major thing. This is probably just as big, if not bigger. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. I need all my Michiganders. I need, if you're from Michigan right now, I need you to share this to Telegram. I need to share this to Facebook Messenger groups. Share this together. Share it everywhere. Stop messing around. It's time to put on the armor of God, and it's time to put that sword straight out, pointed straight out, and running full speed ahead. Michigan, listen to me and listen closely. You have a vote coming up the same way everybody else does on November 8th. But in your vote, you have another vote outside of voting for candidates, and that is Proposition 2. If you're in Michigan, you need to share this with your friends right now. Say goodbye, ladies and gentlemen, to voter ID requirements for the rest of eternity if Michigan's Prop- uh, Proposal 2 passes this November. Okay, The Left Wing Ballot Initiative would effectively do away with voter ID requirements By enshrining into Michigan's Constitution the right of voters to submit signed affidavits instead of a photo identification to cast a ballot. Yeah, nothing can go wrong there. This means that future voter identification legislation, such as secure Michigan vote, would be unconstitutional according to the state's Constitution. All right. That is massive, ladies and gentlemen. While Democrats claim Prop 2 preserves voter ID because it doesn't outright ban it, they failed to mention that stricter voter ID requirements could never be adopted if Prop 2 passes. What is this, folks? This is just them chipping away and getting to to the results that they need to get to. That's all this is, is chipping away and getting them to the results that they want, which is no voter ID whatsoever. Okay, this is how they do things. They know in the United States of America they can never do anything in one fell swoop. But, folks, this is how they're getting to the point where they're not ever, ever, ever going to require a voter ID ever again. Uh, I believe we have a video here on this. Supporters of Michigan Proposal 2 want you to believe it protects voter ID. That's a lie. Share, share, share. Michigan Proposal 2 would allow
2: voters to simply
1: sign a piece of paper,
2: attesting to their identity, without showing a photo ID, effectively banning popular and secure photo ID requirements. The bottom line, Proposal 2 will ban photo ID requirements in Michigan,
1: even if supporters want to tell you otherwise. Get the facts at Ballotpedia.com. Ballotpedia.com, ladies and gentlemen. If anybody's got fast fingers and you're in the chat thread, Ballotpedia.com. I know the chat thread's going crazy. I know people are trying to get my attention. I'm very, 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 very sorry. Hopefully, the uh, LFA producer is monitoring as much as he can. He's very busy as well. I'm sorry if I did not see anything, but you have to understand this is a very important show today. It's all about election fraud, it's all about exposing what's going on, proactive rather than reactive. You might hear a lot of bad news today. What I'm doing is I'm giving you news. Does not matter if it's bad news or good news. That's based on opinion. I'm giving you facts. Facts that you can take to somebody that could do something about this. Okay? Now, I want to end this segment strong, and I want to end the first and foremost segment on a positive note, and that's this. If you are in Wisconsin, you should be celebrating today. If you're in the state of Wisconsin, let me hear you celebrate today. All right, Wisconsin judge has refused to allow mail-in ballots that have partial addresses on them to be counted at all. This is a huge win because there were hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots that were either not addressed, half a, uh, partially addressed, or just completely screwed up altogether in Wisconsin. Now, the judge said changing the requirements this late in the game would upend the status quo less than two weeks before the election. A Wisconsin judge has uh, rejected a request from the state's League of Women Voters, which is weird. I didn't know that they could uh, describe what a woman was on the left. Um, to allow election officials to count absentee ballots with incomplete witness addresses. Dane County Circuit Judge Nia Trammell, yesterday, uh, yesterday yes, yesterday, said the group's request for a temporary injunction would upend the status quo and not preserve it, and frustrate the electoral process by causing confusion less than two weeks before the election day. The Republican-controlled state legislature, which intervened in the case, welcomed the judge's ruling. The legislature has passed bills since the 2020 election to make absentee va- va- uh, voting more difficult. But Governor Tony Evers uh, has voted has voted no on the legislation. That's because he's, he's a piece of crap. That's because he's an absolute piece of crap, and he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. I don't even know if I've ever used that word before. Democrat. But anyway, I want to go ahead, and I want to give that judge today, if I could, the Smarty Award of the Day, because that's common sense, ladies and gentlemen. That's not bias. That's not Republican. That's not Democrat. It's common sense. Smarty Award of the Day. Judge Nia Tremble. Smarty Award of the day today goes to Judge Nia Now, ladies and gentlemen, I was going to give the Smarty Award to Jason Miller, but I don't think Jason Miller needs a piece of candy thrown to let him know how smart he is and how great of a job he is doing. All right, now. We got Jason Miller coming up next, ladies and gentlemen. He should be here around half past the hour, which will give me ample opportunity to go ahead and highlight home title lock. Ladies and gentlemen, I know we've talked about home title lock for a long time, but there are new viewers in here today. Now, I want you to know that the LFA family, the people in the chat thread that you're seeing, if you're new here today, if you're here to watch Jason Miller on LFA TV, they use this, all right? Our producers use this. And there are people here that are willing to tell you of the utter uh, horror that they would have experienced had they not had Home Title Lock. All right? It's less than 20 bucks a day. That's less than a cup of coffee. And you'll never, ever, ever, ever have to worry about your home being stole out, stolen out from under you or the equity in that home being charged back to you while loans are taken out in your name. All right, folks? So, HometitleLock.com. Go there today. Use the promo code LFA. Hold on one second. Use the promo code LFA, ladies and gentlemen, and you'll, uh, you'll, you, you'll protect your home, and you'll protect all the equity in your home, and you'll never, ever, ever, ever have your home title st- uh, stolen out from under you. And remember, folks, remember this, all right? If you have equity in your home, it is I can steal that in 10 minutes, in just 10 minutes. I could take all the equity out of your home. Remember that. I don't have to be an expert. I already know how to do it. It's that easy. That means if you have 200 grand of equity in your home and you've been paying off your house for 20 years, it can all be erased in 10 minutes. Remember that. All right? Jeremy, you finally wore me down. I ordered Field of Greens last night. Went with the wild berry. Hold on a minute. I'm just communicating with Jason Miller now. Now, So until we uh, have Jason Miller come on, folks, I, uh, I do want to uh, let you know that President Donald J. Trump has announced a lot, and I knew this was going to happen, leading up to the midterms, he's announced a lot of rallies coming up in the Midwest and everywhere. We'll talk a little bit about this more tonight when we have much, uh, a lot more time. OK, but understand that Trump's plane, you know, Pre- President Trump's awesome plane that he's been flying around, uh, that he flew around everywhere in 2016 and he flew into airport hangars and people were waiting and they saw him come in and they heard that great, positive, patriotic music. President, Tr- uh, President Trump's train is once again completely fueled up and ready for these rallies. I am super excited about that. And I know all of you are, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been waiting uh, for about uh, about 30 minutes now for our next guest. Uh, what a great guest we have coming on today! He is the CEO of Getter. Not only is the CEO of Getter, ladies and gentlemen, but he is the former Trump uh, advisor, former top Trump advisor. Uh, when 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 we when we were saving this country, he was right involved in doing that as well, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to introduce the CEO of the fastest growing social media platform in the world, Jason Miller Getter. How are you doing, Jason? Good to see you, my friend. Hey, no, you still. Darring, hey, man. hey, you know what? Hey, I was just doing that right before mine too. I said, "Oh, look at all this dog hair <laughs> hey, I got you on." Know,
0: me. Uh, Jeremy, you know what? You got to look good to play good. So uh, hey, yeah, too. so yeah, I got, the, I got the team. The team is ready to go twenty four seven.
1: Eyebrows make up all of it. Hey, I, you <laughs> know, what? I had to put on the sports coat because I said, "Hey, I got this well dressed man coming on today. I can't just be <laughs> sitting here in a t shirt." So this is all for you, my friend.
0: Good. <laughs> well, Jeremy, I got to tell you, I mean, your live stream numbers have been massive lately. You have this huge audience here on Getter, which I, I think is super cool. I mean, you're routinely one of our top 10 live streamers on the entire platform. So hats off to you for, uh, look, for having good content. I and mean, people come back and watch because what you're saying is really good. So kudos.
1: Well, thank you. And I, and kudos to you guys, too, for putting up together a platform in such a quick, quick time. I mean, think about this, Jason. Two years. Two years ago, everybody was in utter despair. Nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew they were going to go. I was completely canceled out of every social media platform that you can even think of, that you could rack off. I was right there with President Trump getting banned for life, right? And I had to, go to, I had to go to a few places, you know, and Getter came out. And I was like, okay, this could be good. And then all of a sudden, as quick as we built a parallel universe to combat everything else, you guys built something that Twitter could not do in a decade. How did you guys do that so quick? The world wants to know, how did you get such a great platform so fast? Well, a
0: love it. It's preparation meets opportunity. You know, the classic definition of luck. And I knew from working for President Trump, as I saw him uh, in the aftermath of being deplatformed, uh, the hunger that was there from people in the U.S. who really wanted to go to a new platform, saw all the Uh, Trump supporters who are quitting social media saying we want something else. And in that stretch with President Trump, when I saw him sit down with upwards of a couple of dozen different people with ideas for new platforms or things to go and and put together, um, that that something was needed. We need to have something new uh, to come on board. And so when I met the engineers and the people who are putting together Getter, uh, it just absolutely. I saw the technology and said, uh, "This is gonna, this is gonna take off. This is gonna be huge." Um, but I tell you, there are a couple things here. Number one, we need to make sure the technology was good. I think some of the previous efforts to go and come up with the, the parallel social media structure. It, I supported them ideologically, wanted them to be successful, kind of felt like a knockoff. It didn't feel like a real uh, top flight thing. But the other thing, too, is we started adding in the additional features, the live streaming, what we're doing right now, which sets us apart from everything. Vision, the short video format. Also, the other thing, too, this is no longer... In American echo chamber, this is a global platform. Right. With fifty one percent of our folks uh being U.S., forty nine percent internationally. People feel like, wow, something really special is here. And I got to tell you, in two weeks' time, this one of the things. Sometimes I just sit back and say, man, I'm just glad to be along for the ride. We're going to hit our one hundred millionth post wow. on Getter wow. in two weeks. Think about that. A year and a half ago. People didn't even know what gutter was. Now we're going to hit our 100 millionth post. I look at that number. I can't even count that high. I mean, that's just, that's huge. And (laughs) it's kind of cool to be a part of a global community.
1: Well, and, and like you said, it's not an echo chamber of just like there's a lot of these social media platforms that popped up and it was where everybody that was being canceled went. Now, I'm not saying everybody that was canceled was a Republican or on the right or were a Trump supporter. There was people canceled for religious reasons. There was people canceled for other reasons. And everybody was flocking somewhere. And you're right. Uh, Getter is a place where you can go and get everything right now. And, and, and I absolutely love that. And when you mentioned the numbers, the, the, the live stream numbers, that's the, that's the LFA, the Lie from America family. They are just flocking to truth. They're flocking to somewhere where somebody is echoing the same things that they see every single day. And if, it's, if, it's, uh, if it has to do with politics and people are getting banned in silence, then they're flocking to where they can say it. If it has to do with their religion or their faith it's getting banned in silence, then they're flocking to where they can say it. And it's amazing how truth always prevails. But another thing that you, uh, another thing that uh, blew my mind was your unique users, like people who have never, ever, ever seen or been on Getter before, and they're just flocking in at record numbers. And how do you see, do you see that trajectory continuing uh, into next year, the year after? Do you just see a constant need and a constant uh, uh, flow of traffic into Getter every single day, new people? Absolutely. And part
0: of the the beautiful thing with this whole platform is one day it might be the U.S. it's taken off. The next day it might be the U.K. The next day it might be Brazil. Uh, I tell you, on Monday and Tuesday of this week, we're our two highest daily active user totals for the platform going back to May. Um, so we're having six month highs uh, when we see that. Uh, we're seeing record signups in the U.K. and in Brazil. U.S. is very, very strong. But there's one other thing that I want to go back to just when you talked about kicking this off. And it's some of the things you kind of learn on the fly, and there's no instruction manual out there that says, here's how to launch a social media platform, and then here's how to make it successful. I literally have written on my whiteboard, what's new today? What's new today? And the thing that the lesson that I learned from Twitter is that failure to innovate is akin to death. If you're not innovating, if you're not coming up with something new, you're gonna be dead. And Ken Wong, who's our genius CTO, guy's got just this big, big, massive brain. Every single week when we have our new features meeting, it's a standing meeting we have every Tuesday, his team is ready to say, here's what we're doing that's new. Some weeks it might be a smaller thing, next week as we start introducing monetization, it'll be a much bigger thing. And then they show us kind of the roadmap of the 30, 69 days down the road, are coming up with some genius things because, again, what's new today? Not what's new, uh, you know, the last couple of days or what's your recent innovation in the last few months. What's new today? Because if you want people to keep coming back to the platform, you have to give them something new, whether that's, that's new right. voices that they listen to or new features.
1: That's right. Well, you mentioned, okay, I wasn't going to bring it up right away, but you just mentioned Twitter and just dying out. They're dying out. Okay, and everybody's like, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, like he's somebody that we should all be following anyway. But that, that's another topic for another day. Elon Musk, and he walks in yesterday with that. I know you've all seen it. Everybody's seen the sink thing. I thought it was clever, right? But here's the problem with that, Jason. I don't know if anybody who's listening, if you've ever had marital problems or relationship problems, have you ever been cheated on? Have you ever, has somebody ever lost your trust? Well, that's what Twitter did. Twitter. When we found out how bad they were censoring, how many bots were on the uh, on the platform, how many people weren't real, how many real followers people had, everybody lost their trust. I don't care if you bring in a sink. I don't care if you throw a party. I don't care what you do. Twitter is still Twitter. It is still lame. It is still filled with bots. I don't. I don't know if it'll be in the future, but who cares? Why would you want to go back to somebody who who who, who uh who uh, destroyed your trust. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why wouldn't you go to a platform that has no tarnished, no tarnished record whatsoever, that has no blemishes, no bruises, and is only out there doing wonderful things? It's, it's like a no-brainer to me. Getter is the Twitter killer. Uh,
0: you couldn't I uh, mean, um, you took the words right out of my mouth. Here's the thing with Twitter. When you say that nothing's going to change, that there's nothing that they can do to go and repair this, make, we'll make the threshold real simple. Are they going to allow President Trump to come back on? There you go. Of course there you they're go. not going to. There, you go. there have been there reports out this morning in Bloomberg and um, uh, New York Times and the Wall Street Journal all talking about how the advertisers are starting to freak out at Twitter. Now, we know in the past, Elon Musk has had some pretty tough words for the uh, advertising that pertains to Twitter. But he's also said that he needs to quadruple. That's times four. <laughs> the number of daily active users are going to Twitter. That's why he came out and said President Obama, please tweet. Justin Bieber, please tweet again, because he realized he needs to increase the daily active users. But he's freaking out because the advertisers are saying if you allow President Trump to come back, then we're going to go and pull the money. He's not going to allow President Trump no. to come back. No, he's going to uh, he's going to totally chicken out on that.
1: Of course he is. Well, here's here's uh just to wrap up that quick conversation. Here's what I think you should do. OK, and I, and I was thinking about this last night. This would be hilarious. You should recreate the stupid walk in with the sink. Right. Let that sink in or throw it out with the kitchen sink, whatever. You should walk in with a toilet. And you should have, and you should walk in with a porcelain toilet or a plunger if you don't want to carry a toilet. And it should have the word Twitter on it. And you can say we're gonna flush this turd down the Twitter toilet. That's what you should do. Recreate it. It would go viral, and it would also be trolling Elon Musk. A whole bunch of people would come together. But anyway, just and if you do that, give credit to LFA. Okay. We'll uh, <laughs> do. Uh, real quick, I want to go. You said monetization. Now it's not just monetization for content creators. Uh, in the future, I think screw PayPal. Screw all these, these money exchange platforms that are making money and then, and then censoring you and have no American values. I think Getter is going to be that platform in which people can exchange money and have credit card processing things going back and forth to each other and never have to worry about, A, their information being sold, or B, these people taking their money and then shutting them down a year later and saying, oh, by the way, we're going to charge your bank account $2,500 because you spread misinformation. Where are we going yeah. with this? So
0: you're exactly right. Uh, When we launched, and I'd say most people right now view our key marketplace competitors as Twitter and Facebook, the microblogging. As we started to expand into the live streaming, it's clear that we're a content destination. You want to find great content, you go to Getter. You see the shows that we have on every morning, afternoon, evening It's slam packed. We have three, four really good programs going on head to head around the globe constantly. So we're starting to take on the YouTubes of the world. But where we're going ultimately as we build this community, I really would like to try to decentralize the current lending market, uh, which I think uh, constricts capital picks far too many winners and losers uh, based off of things like uh, politicization and uh, ideology and things like that. As we start getting into some of the DeFi, some of the peer-to-peer lending, that's where I want to be in, in a couple of few years down the road. But in the short term for monetization, make it clear as we talk about LFA or what you're doing, as we round the corner to next week, we're going to start having uh, the programmatic static ads on the website. Then that'll soon move into uh, the mobile app Then we'll have the uh, programmatic video ads, uh, both on the website and on the mobile app. Um, Actually, our director of ad sales starts next week and she'll have it. So then that way, then you start having uh, the pre-roll ads and things like that with live streams. Here, Jeremy, is where we're going to make heads explode in the market. I don't think most people realize this, but the revenue splits that currently exist on YouTube, Facebook, all these different platforms, even a lot... They're terrible. terrible. Even a lot of the people who we consider our friends, they're, their splits are terrible. I know. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to come in and say that content creators keep 65% Woo! of everything. Well, 10 points, if not 20 points, better than anyone else. Get ready for heads to explode. Oh, yeah. People are going to say, I don't want to be on another platform. I want to be on Getter.
1: Yeah, and, and and that's what they're going to do. You're going to see those big YouTube people, you know, the, the Logan Pauls and all that. They're going to go, you know what? I don't care about the platform. I care about money. And that's what they're going to do in the future. Um, I cannot let you go, though, today without talking about uh, not election stuff, not that, but your time working for President Trump. I see a lot of people in here going, you know, you did a you did a great job. You helped save the country when the country needed saving. And you're doing it again with Getter. And you were involved in that. You were involved in that 2016 election. And you were involved in that, uh, that, that presidency. You, you advised President Trump. Can you just two minutes kind of let the LFA audience know what it was like to work with him and what he's like when it comes to just being fair-minded? And he'll take, you know, from what I hear, he'll take suggestions from everybody. He doesn't, he doesn't pin, pigeonhole anybody's ideas down. Can you just tell the LFA family what that was like? They're very curious.
0: Yeah, uh, short answer is if you're quick on your feet, if you're looking around corners or looking downrange and thinking about anticipating what's going to come at him and offering up counterintuitive strategies, then you're going to get along fine with him. He takes ideas very well. Um, he'll take constructive criticism very well. I think it's one of the biggest misnomers uh, is that it's he has very much a my way or the highway don't get me wrong. He's not shy to say your idea sucks. If he thinks that your idea sucks, <laughs> I've been on the, I've been on the, the, your idea sucks. End of the stick a number of times. I've also been on the end of, wow, Jay, that's a, a really great idea. Um, or Jason, as he always calls me. Let's go and Let's go with that. Um, but he, if you're in the room, he expects you to have an opinion on everything. He wants you to think cre- creatively. So during the interview process, when I first talked with Jared Kushner, He said, I want you to take everything you think you know about politics and throw it out the window. And I'm like, well, then why are you calling me? I've been doing this for 20 years. He goes, because you've worked with larger-than-life personalities, uh, whether it be Rudy Giuliani, whether it be um, uh, Ted Cruz, whether it be Mark Sanford, people are just these larger-than-life personalities, and you've adapted to help them win with their unique individual styles. It was I'm hiring you because of your ability to work with a very unique style, different from anything you've ever seen before, wow. and where, where we failed is people we've brought in to work with President Trump, or that that point, Mr. Trump thought way too conventionally. They didn't think uh, outside the box. Now, sometimes I'll tell you, sometimes intentionally I would come up with things that were so crazy. Even I'd say to the president and he'd kind of laugh and he goes, I know why you put that in front of me. You're putting that out there. Something that's so crazy that, that i'll do something much more measured uh, he's like i'm on to you i know your games i know what you're trying to do he goes do you actually want me to go and do that idea i'm like heck no i go but i want you to kind of think through where it would go the next steps so it's fun and uh, i gotta tell you work for him it is every day was like a roller coaster without a seat belt you're going up you're going down you never know what the news cycle is going to bring but uh, got the opportunity to meet with a lot of good people it was an honor to work with the president and uh, i'm hoping Uh, Fingers crossed that we get to uh, uh, put the boots back on for 2024. Uh, I told him that um, I'm really proud of what we're building here with Getter. So I can't leave to go do it full time. Uh, Obviously down the home stretch, if he needs me full time, they'll be there to help out. Uh, But obviously I'll be his number one wingman and uh, helping out to get launched if uh, he chooses to do it again, which I hope he does.
1: Well, that's what I love about you, man. It's like you you understand you have a social media company here. And I understand the position you're in. It's hard to take a hard position, especially when you want the whole thing to grow. And you want everybody to come over. I get that. I know that. But to see you just say right now that if President Trump called you and said, I need you, you'd be there. A, that shows loyalty, everybody. And what better thing to have from a CEO of a company that you're involved with, uh, with a platform uh, than loyalty. So so first of all, I just want to say thank you, Jason, for that. Thank you for Getter. Thank you for always having Steve Bannon's back. Thank you for just being a great patriotic American. We love you. We love Getter. And we love what you're doing in the future. And I can't wait to have you back on.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. look forward to putting some money in your pocket with monetization (laughs) in short order.
1: Thank you, sir. I'll keep praying for you and we'll have you back on soon, okay? Oh, by the way. Loud majority, you know Sean Farish, the Trump guy, right? He gets those big, huge impression, impressions on your visions. He said you got to follow his partner, real Kevin Smith. So I had to pass wow. that on to you. Follow real Kevin Smith; he'd be happy.
0: <laughs> we'll do. I tell- Sean's impersonations oh, are so good. So good. He was uh, again. I'd seen him. I'd seen his video clips for a number of years. He is so good. His his thing about calling on the heating price the other day <laughs> was so good. Uh, it just it was one of our top ten posts on the entire platform. Yeah. Um, and you know, he doesn't have millions of followers or anything, but uh, I tell you, content is king. Oh, I mean, yeah. we have someone oh, yeah. like Sean who's doing it. I love the fact he had a getter beanie hat on, yep. uh, which was just made my day. Um, his content, you have good content on getter, it's gonna explode, it's gonna take off.
1: Well, like he said with that you said, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I don't want to pay anything. Okay, I want to give the same money that you give to Ukraine, give it to me. I just I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, Jason, God bless you. Thank you for joining in, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon, okay? All
0: right. Thanks again. All
1: right. Thank you very much. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Jason Miller, the CEO of Getter, former Trump advisor. It's always good to be able to talk with somebody who actually loves America, who actually loves President Trump, who's not shy to say they love President Trump. I absolutely love that. Big shout out to him and uh, big shout out to Loud Majority uh, as well. Look, we're going to just jump right into the next thing, folks, because we're talking about fraud. We're talking about campaign finance problems. We're talking about people breaking the law. We're talking about social media platforms that absolutely absolutely suck butt, and that is Facebook. Facebook, 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 or I guess better known as Meta, M-E-T-E, Meta, okay, excuse me, Meta, Meta, broke the law, ladies and gentlemen. We know they broke the law when they gave $500 million to steal the election in uh, 2020. And uh, we also know that Mark Zuckerberg is losing billions, Tens of billions of dollars with this stupid meta universe project that nobody's signing up for. I have 200,000 people in meta universe. 200,000. That's it. What a major flop. Ooh, who cares? Anyway, Facebook Meta has, uh, has not only lost billions with this stupid metaverse flop, but also, ladies and gentlemen, they just were fined $24 million. Not a drop in the bucket for that loser, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. But they were just fine. I'm fi- <laughs> a
3: loser. I'm a loser. And and oh man. What I anyway, think. ladies
1: and gentlemen, that's a drop in the bucket. They were only fined twenty-four million dollars, but they were fined thirty thousand dollars for each of its eight twenty-two violations. Let's get into this. A Washington State judge fined Meta, Facebook, the parent company of Facebook. Anyway. $24.7 million, so almost $25 million, for violating ca- campaign finance disclosure law. The maximum penalty allowed for more than 800 violations of the law. King County Superior Court Judge Douglas North issued the penalty Wednesday after Meta violated Washington's 1972 Fair Campaign Practices Act. Okay? Uh, long story short, folks, all that money that he gave in to steal the election that $500 million, he should be in prison for that. He should be in prison for that. Unfortunately, they just fined him $25 million, which is like saying they fine you and I $25. Okay? That's what it's like. It's like saying that you and I were fined $25. $25 million. Drop in the bucket for that scumbag uh, Mark Zuckerberg. However, it's not about the money it's about the fact that we can say look they broke campaign finance law to steal the election so there is another arrow that you have in your quiver about stealing the election not that it's going to make a big difference but it's another arrow that you have and you have a court case where in actuality he was fined 25 million dollars for breaking that campaign finance law so while i think he should be in prison i'll take the fine i'll take the win i'll take the uh, the judgment okay Moving on, we've got to go back to Michigan real quick, folks, because we've got some deja vu going on here. I know I'm all over the place today, but this is how I work. If you can't keep up, well, maybe you need to take some of your field of greens with you, ladies and gentlemen, because we're giving away. By the way, we are giving away a very big we are giving away a very big eight hundred and fifty dollar gift basket. Folks, $850 worth, Field of Greens. It's not just the Field of green stuff. It's hats, it's scarves, it's towels, it's these little, these little water bottle things here. It's a whole bunch of stuff. So make sure that you get in your uh, name today. Go to jeremyharrell.com or just send an email to jeremy at jeremyharrell.com. Say, Field of Greens giveaway, so I can put you in the folder, all right? I've not answered everybody, but everybody's in the folder. We're giving that away Friday, all right? Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code LFA. Let's go back to Michigan because I got some deja vu going on here. And it's all about being proactive rather than reactive. Share the video. Here we go. A Michigan County uh, conjured up feelings of deja vu for many Michiganders and election integrity activists across the country this week as they they discovered a small concern with their election software. Well, how about that? How many people in Michigan know where Ingham County is? I-N-G-H-A-M. Please tell me where Ingham County is. All right, look at that. Sly said, ordered my second field of greens yesterday. Amazing. Um, Ingham County Clerk Barb Byram, a Democrat, by the way, issued a statement regarding the election problem that was discovered recently during a pre-election testing. Now, pre-election testing is something we should always do, right, to certify the machines. So at least they're doing that great thing about it is is that there's so many Republicans right now that are on the ball that no, no longer, ladies and gentlemen, is there going to be reactive. It's all going to be proactive. Um, basically, I'm just going to give you a, a, long, a long story short. What they found is, folks, is that they, uh, there's issues uh, with reprogramming of the voting machines. There should be no reprogramming of the voting machines. The only thing that should be going on is the voting machines should be tested, tried, and true. Did this many ballots go in at this time on this date? Period. Instead, they're trying to reprogram voting machines, but they got caught. They got caught. And they got caught, so they had to issue a statement. And because they had to issue a statement, that means there are people there watching it. So just know that they're trying to do it again, ladies and gentlemen, and they're not going to be able to win. All right? Now, I got a t-shirt giveaway to do real quick, and I know Mike Crispy's coming up, so I am just going to fly through these stories right now. Democrat whistleblower in Orlando has just blown the whistle on a massive ballot harvesting scheme in Orlando which prompted Florida Governor Ron DeSantis to instruct the Attorney General and District Attorneys there to open up a full investigation as a Democrat whistleblower detailed a complaint of a long-running and very big widespread ballot harvesting operation in the black community in politically important Central Florida. Excuse me. Former Orange County Commissioner candidate Cynthia Harris filed a sworn affidavit in late August with Secretary of State's office alleging that the illegal operation to collect 30 uh, third-party ballots has been going on for years in Orlando where voting activists paid $10 each for each ballot they collected. She said this has been going on for years. She's had enough of it. It's got to stop. And it's in violation of section 140616 of the Florida statutes. And Ron DeSantis is all over it, ladies and gentlemen. So again, I'm telling you all this bad and scary and crazy, creepy news, but the good thing about it is, folks, is we're on top of it. We're on top of it. Now, before we give the t-shirt giveaway, hold on, before we give the t-shirt giveaway, I got to say, we have 12 days, folks, 12 days to slow the spread of stupidity. 12 days, that's it. My question to you is, are you doing everything that you can be doing? Are you doing everything that you can do to stop the fraud? Are you doing everything that you can do to help your constituents, to help Republicans? Are you doing pos- everything that you can possibly do in these last 12 days? I want to sh- go to uh, Texas real quick because Sarah Gonzalez, who works for the Blaze, I actually love her. She's great. Very, very smart. She took time out of her very busy day, same stuff that I do, okay? And she went down and she decided to troll Robert Francis or Beto O'Rourke. And what she did is while he was giving while he was giving hugs and kissing babies and shaking hands and doing all the stuff that he probably hates doing, she sat there with a sign that said child groomers love beto. And she sat there pretending to be a Beto voter. This was incredible. Let's go to this video.
2: Child groomers for Beto! Go. Ten out of ten groomers support Beto O'Rourke. Can we count on your support too? Did you know that Beto O'Rourke is Nambla endorsed?
1: Now Beto's right behind, right there. Big
2: endorsement, guys. We really need your vote. (laughs) If elected, Beto will make sure we have taxpayer-funded child mutilation surgeries for children as young as two. We need your vote. (laughs) We've got to save the kids, not the ones that we're killing in the womb, the other ones. (laughs) Got to take the guns. Why would we want families to be able to protect themselves?
1: So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Sarah Gonzalez is uh, being courageous, and she's going out and doing everything. And I see everybody in the comment section saying, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. That is amazing. That is great. Good job. I love you guys. This LFA family rocks. Thank you for the Rumble Rants. Remember, the Rumble Rants not only replenish our slurp fund to help people out, which is what Jesus directs us to do, but also it helps keep Eli hired. Because without Eli, the show is going to (laughs) crumble. Ladies and gentlemen, at least the show in its capacity today. Who's ready for some giveaways? I got a ton of names in here. Who's ready for five shirts? Why? Because you guys made LFA TV. You put us all in the top 20 for two days in a row. That means you went to every other live show in the last two days, whether you watched it or not, and you pressed that rumble button. You have put all six shows or all six live streams in the top 20 for the last two days. That means only other four, there was only 14 other people that existed in that top 20 outside of LFA TV. You guys are amazing. We're giving away the Bring Some Joy in 2022 t-shirts because we got so many of them. And Second Thessalonians is written on the back. Here we go. We have a, I know we have a drum roll here, right? We have a drum roll? I know Eli made me a drum roll effect. Okay, here we go. The first name is going to be... Here we go. Mary the Riddler, Mary the Riddler, if that's your name, uh, I don't know what your full name is, please let LFAProducer at gmail.com know what size and what your address is, Mary the Riddler, all right, we're not going to do that every time, we're just going to pick names here, here we go, pick, 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 what do I got here, C-H-F-P-A-N, don't know what that means, C-H-F-P-A-N, if you're watching on Rumble, you just won A t-shirt, by the way, it's not, or no, Getter, that's on Getter, I'm sorry, C-H, it could be C-T, I don't know, Eli's handwriting is terrible, C-H-F-P-A-N, that's on Getter, you want a t-shirt, okay, here we go again, we've got Getter and Rumble people in here by the way, okay, on Rumble, what in the heck is this, Eli, Delta Dawn 64, Delta Dawn 64, you have just won a Joy t-shirt, Delta Dawn 64 on Rumble, here we go, here we go, on Rumble, Lulu Red, not Lillard, Lulu Red. And by the way, I am going to call you, Lisa. Lisa nah, can I am going to call you today. So we've got Lulu Red on Rumble. We've got Delta Dawn 64 on Rumble. We've got Mary the Riddler on Rumble. And we've got C-H-E Pan on Getter. Okay, one more here, folks. Five t-shirts today before we close out. Joe Bo. Joe Bo has been here forever. j-o-e-b-e-a-u-x J- Joe Bo, you just want a t shirt. Every one of you, please email lfaproducer at gmail.com. Let everybody know, or let them know your size. These are all cotton, by the way your size, and your address. We'll get those right out to you. Congratulations to you guys. You're the ones that make LFA TV work. You're the ones that keep Mike Crispy, uh, Antonio Sabato, Loud Majority, Anna Perez, Jeremy Harrell on the leaderboards. Please keep that going. Unafraid, Mike Crispy is coming up next. You're not going to want to miss it as always. And then, of course, Anna Perez with Wrong Think right after that. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you're a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you all. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Unafraid, Mike Crispy, and producer Frank, you're up next. Until then, folks, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and keep spreading that gospel. I love every single one of you. Peace out. Reverse of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we wanted. in am